Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We made this. Welcome everyone to the X-Cast. The truth is in here. This is our special Fight the Future Minute podcast. I'm Tony Black and you are listening to our coverage of Minute 4 of the X-Files Fight the Future. This minute begins at 3 minutes as we see the Neanderthals entering deeper into the cave with their torches and ends on 3 minutes 59 with the surviving Neanderthal recovering from his kill. And to discuss this minute, I'm joined again by fellow X-Cast hosts and producers Carl Sweeney and Sarah Blair. How you doing, guys? Doing all right. Tony, yep, doing good. We're still partying like it's uh, 35,000 years BC. Obviously, as you'll have heard in our previous episode, we were heading through the cave. And, you know, these these (laughs) couple of minutes, they're quite like, they're sort of of a piece, aren't they, really? They sort of all blend into one, the first couple of minutes. Once they're inside the cave, like, you know, it's it's all just building up, isn't it, to where we get to sort of halfway into this, this minute, I suppose. Yeah, it's true, but I never thought, like, watching the film properly, I've never felt like, oh, this cave stuff really drags, you know. But then, like, looking back mm. at them in isolation, there are a couple of minutes where, like, not much happens in terms of story, but there's lots of moody stuff going on, isn't there? So, it's very yeah, suspenseful. Has, has yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, there is. I, I don't know about you, but I think these these interior caves, because the exterior which obviously was was a real cave that they found and they filmed in, as we talked about in the last episode. But these are actually made of plastic, mm. this sort of, this interior now. I, I thought it looked quite organic. As, as, as like the Neanderthal is going through it, it felt like it was going through, he was going through like an alien, like organism, like, like some sort of tube inside it. I don't know if you guys picked mm. up on that, but I just felt like it, it felt like quite an organic cave to me. I didn't really think of it in those terms, but I felt it was kind of more organic in the sense that, it's kind of interesting listening to the commentaries when they talk about what was done properly, you know, and what was done uh, on the soundstage and so on. And I think it's organic in the sense that it seems to blend those really well. Like, you can't really see the joins, if that makes sense. It all seems to kind of fit together mm. very nicely, you know. I suppose it just reminded me of... Um, have you guys seen the film The Borderlands? No, I haven't seen that one. No. Okay, it's it's a fairly obscure British horror. But there's a scene in that where a character ends up underground inside what looks like an organic sort of thing. And it, I, won't, I don't want to tell you too much to spoil it, but it is, it's really strange and really well executed. And obviously, you know, I'm not saying this is inspired by it because it, it was 15 years later the Borderlands was filmed, but it's just that kind of aesthetic, you know, that I that I appreciate. I, I suppose the idea making it look, you know, and I think we said this in one of the previous episodes, that it... it it feels like an alien world yeah. almost you're on this does it's like because it, of the way the cave is you know, the way it's shot the way the colorization is 
You know, it doesn't feel like you're on Earth in a way. Yeah. And this was yeah. still back, you know, when they were using still more practical effects than digital. And, I mean, it's amazing what they can do to make stuff look real. Mm. About the same time, I, I was an extra on October Sky. And, you know, it wasn't a frozen cave or anything like that. But they were building the sets and I was watching and um, they made uh, fake brick molds from fiberglass and just plastered them up and painted them and they looked completely you can tell the difference looking at them it's amazing and you You know an extra on october sky i was (laughs) really is that is that that tom cruise Cruise no 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 it's uh jake gyllenhaal yeah Ah, Vanilla Sky. I'm thinking of yeah. Vanilla Sky. Get my skies. <laughs> what, what was October Sky about? Uh, it's about uh, the Rocket Boys with what? Homer Hickam, and uh, he Who were they? he became a he became a rocket scientist, oh. and he was inspired by Sputnik when it flew over, and he wanted ah. to learn how to build rockets, and uh, he went on to work for NASA and and all that. It's, it's a really cool story. Are there any aliens in it? No, <laughs> unfortunately, it's all it's all here I'm, on I'm Earth. I'm just trying to find, <laughs> yeah. just trying to find a tenuous link to the X Files. Yeah. So, Sarah, what scene do we have to look at to see you on screen? Yeah. Uh, well, you can see my elbow and part of my ponytail <laughs> if you pause it just right. Okay. Uh, yeah. You need for for the purposes of like the listeners, you need to find exactly the minute and second where we can see the Blair elbow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try need, to. You need this, Sarah. You, need to <laughs> you can see my husband a lot more in it. He was in it. He was in it before. That's how we met. But yeah, yeah. But you know, like with the fiberglass and all that, and the cave and everything. You know, it's amazing that they can they can do all that and make it look so realistic. Like you can't yeah. you can't even tell. Like I say, they made the cave in this out of plastic. But I think they they, they talk on on the commentary about how. Like you, they they said that you wouldn't be able to carry fire through it oh, now, yeah. like <laughs> it would be like health and safety risk. But they didn't really. I don't think they really cared <laughs> at the time about that. But I, it just it makes for for a really good image, and then it builds to where we've been heading for the last few minutes, which is the the attack, mm. the EBE, which in which actually I think it was it was either Tom Woodruff or Alec Guinness. Tom Woodruff Jr. or Alec Guinness, who was in, not Guinness, Gillis, even, not Alec Guinness. It's not Alec Guinness in that EBE, okay, guys? That would be something. That would be something. Look. You heard it here first, Um, folks. uh, Use the black oil, Luke. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's, sorry, uh, crossing my fandoms. But yeah, he, he couldn't see behind it. There, there was no, there mm. were no ports in the skull, so he couldn't actually see what he was doing. So they had to re-choreograph that whole scene. It was storyboarded a certain way, and then they kind of they had to adapt it. I think on the fly. Yeah. I don't think you'd really. I mean, what do you think? Do you, I don't think you could tell really. I think it was all well. Was it the editing? Do you think where it all came together? Yeah. Well, there's lots of quick cuts on there, so mm. um, I think the sort of the issues that they had must have dictated that to some extent. You're, like, you're going to need to do very fast cuts to paper over any cracks you know um mm. yeah it must have been a real challenge but i think that seems pretty visceral this attack isn't it and again it kind of reinforces mm. the sense that this is something different than we would see on the tv show you know i don't know about you guys but i get real xenomorph vibes from this yeah like i, I there has to be there has to be a lot of like influence from alien mm. here i mean obvi- i mean it's obvious because it is an alien but like in terms of the way that it's not like... I don't think it's like any alien we've kind of seen on the show yet. 
don't yeah. think yeah no we've only seen you know the the clones that already look like the humans well, don't forget right? Lord Kimbo. He was pretty yeah. impressive, wasn't he? So, um, <laughs> um, no, you're right though. On, on the series, the aliens were always quite remote, weren't they? They're either seen in a context where they're quite passive, or they're discussed in quite abstract terms. But mm. yeah, the this grays. is another level, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. really get a good look at them. Yeah, because you see the greys, like they're either like like in 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 um, like Nisa in seven thirty one where they're dead, or you see them. Like the little greys running through the bunk, the, like the place in paperclip, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. underground facility, or they're like in like in little green men where they're like in sh- that like mm-hmm. light sort of stuff. You don't really see them, or in get so many again where they're dead. You don't really see them do a lot, do you? Really, up until this point, and then certainly not like ripper guys' head off or nearly, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's it, it's a real it's a real difference for the X Files. It kind of it feels like it's them going into much more aggressively sci-fi action territory with this. Definitely. And, you know, we have, like you say, aliens here that have go into hand-to-hand combat, really, with these characters. Yeah. And they, the level they fret's in a very different form. And you're right, you can't really imagine those aliens that we see in Paperclip, you know, doing much harm to you, really. Mm. Um, and it's going to be important here later in Fight the Future, isn't it? Because later in the film, much later, characters we're more invested in than these Neanderthals are going to come into contact with an alien like this in other contexts. So it's, I guess it's important early on to establish the menace that they pose, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a good, I think it's a good tactic to do this at the very beginning of the, of the film because for new viewers, like, they won't... But I, mean, how, how, I don't know, what, do you guys look at this, try and look at this from the perspective of a new viewer? Because I, I can't remember back in, like, 1998 how many, like, new viewers would come at this and... and would would expect aliens to be like this, you know, and be aggressive and be attacking and all this kind of stuff? Or do you think that X-Files fans, can you remember feeling like it wasn't the X-Files and that this was a bit too unusual? I think hmm. that, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I think I was just so excited that the movie was finally there. And like, even in these first opening minutes, I was just still couldn't believe that I was watching the X-Files movie in the theater with, yeah, you know, yeah. on the big screen. So I, I guess I never, it never really occurred to me or I never thought about it from that point of view before. I just remember, you know, the surround sound and the fire and, mm. you know, the sound design in this scene is just phenomenal. You yeah. really feel like you're inside the cave and and all of that, but I think I was just so obsessed and so absorbed with my own fandom, I didn't much stop to think about anybody else. But, yeah, I, I, never, I never really thought about it either, but I think perhaps, so you'd, you'd think your hardcore fans would be the ones who felt like this is something different, wouldn't you? Because I mm-hmm. guess you, you casual viewers... Um, would be kind of in between and any new viewers the film brought in I guess people might have just felt oh the X-Files that's some show about aliens it's got the guy who believes in stuff and the redhead who doesn't and um, I guess they would have had less of a preconceived notion of what the aliens could or could not do I guess yeah uh, but it makes it feel more sci-fi film like doesn't it than was this was this pre or post um, Independence Day I can't remember it's right around it's that post, time isn't it yeah because he urinates on the poster in a later minute yeah yes 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 (laughs) um spoiler alert no Uh, so yeah i think it kind of fits in with that 
Hmm. You yeah, know, true. and there was kind of that whole... I remember there was kind of that whole alien thing, theme with Men in Black, and mm-hmm. I think X-Files kind of fit into that pop culture well, moment. Before you had... You, well, you had... Um, you had contact as well mm-hmm. year before, and you had uh, Alien Resurrection, mm-hmm. yeah, which was I think that was I think that was ninety seven. So aliens were really big back. I, I mean, I remember, yeah. yeah, it was a big thing. UFOs and outer space and all that kind of thing was big. Yeah, and I, and you know, people still had in their minds, didn't they, of like a an alien creature species as well. wasn't oh, too yeah. far mm-hmm. before this, so you did have. You know, usually when you saw alien creatures on screen around this point, they were things to be destroyed. You know, like right. like you say, Men in Black, uh, then Mars Attacks, even like <laughs> in 1997, <laughs> which I love. You know, they were all. You know, there was the, the esoteric kind of alien had sort of disappeared, hadn't it, in the cinema? So it was it was more things you can shoot, things you can kill. So mm-hmm. this fits that mold in a way that the X Files didn't normally do. You know, the, the show doesn't have Mulder going around. You know stabbing shooting aliens in the face you know throwing them up with big guns <laughs> so yeah I mean, to open the movie like this is different it is and it it's kind of a bit awkward on the show afterwards isn't it because i think the beginning yeah. feels a bit clumsy to me um yeah. i think the greys the traditional greys worked better on on the series didn't they but i can see why they wanted to mm. mix it up a bit here and you know and redefine what they could do i suppose they had this big canvas and you yeah. can't you know got to expect them to want to play with it you know no, sure, yeah, absolutely, and yeah, they'll they continue to play with it because obviously at the end of this, you've got the uh, the Neanderthal strikes a blow. Um, he's about to strike a blow and get the alien, having had a bit of a tussle with him. His mate's dead. He's been encased in ice. He's presumably infected by the black oil, which we're going to see soon. Uh, so it's all kicking off really, and um, we're, we're nearly to we're coming towards the end of the uh, the Neanderthal stuff, but we're going to be back soon to uh, hack into the next minute where um, this continues on. So uh, yeah, you're going to be back, guys. Back for you're going to be back for minute five as the EBE attack continues. So yeah, until then, until our next minute, remember as always, guys, trust no one. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.